Okay, our Monday rolls forward. Canada's dating coach is Chantal Hyde, and she joins us in the studio this morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Always so much fun to be here. I was listening in to your little conversation over there. I'm I'm not, again, not a lot of things shock me in life, but that number seems really big. Uh, It seems really big. It's it's uh, bigger than you think it is. So let me tell you something. And not in a good way. The men Um, were answering honestly. The women were not. Okay, so let's do, let's just recap here so that every if you weren't with us before the break, uh, 35% of us in relationships are regularly using dating apps. Like, you know, as you're dating someone else, as you're yeah. in a relationship, you're still dating. So, uh, and the number comes, so 46% of guys say yes, they had used a dating tool while in a relationship. Women, 21%. So obviously that's where you get your 35 from. And you are saying the women are liar, liar, pants on fire? Yes. <gasps> so the fact is when it comes to cheating and using a dating app isn't the same thing as cheating. Using a dating app means I'm looking for people who were looking for me or at me because I want to feel better about myself. And you were talking about the reasons why, which is a lower sex drive or too much fighting in their Mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, this wears us down. It it kind of lowers our self-esteem. You know, lower sex drive can mean like, you know, I feel less attractive. I, I feel like I'm less viral. Um, or too much fighting is like my partner brings me down because they seem to just pick me apart so much. And let me distract myself by something that is nothing but just pure attraction. And that's going to help me feel a little bit better about myself. So using a dating app doesn't necessarily mean they're cheating. It could just mean that they're looking for an ego boost. Cheating is another topic altogether. Right. Now, when we look at the statistics for cheating... But now, what, what if... Okay, so... The, and I and I get that. I yeah. mean, I get that when you're worn down and 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 you know it takes a, a, a thousand attaboys to yeah, fix undo one, one. You're not good enough. That's right. I get that. But if I'm if we're in a relationship and I find your profile on yeah. this dating app, and uh, and and that's the reason that yes. you give me. Yeah. And then I investigate further and I see conversations and, you know, like the beginnings of some sort of emotional connection to another person. I mean, that's going to be hard to explain away, right? It it hurts. Mm -hmm. It absolutely hurts because, you know, what you believe and what is are two different things. Uh And when those collide, it, you know, like... Here's here's somebody who's looking for some attention, somebody who's looking to like elevate their ego a little bit, maybe gain a little bit more self-esteem. And here's someone else in the relationship thinking, I am your one and only. And to have that realization that their attention is fractured and you are getting just a fraction of their attention, you know, your ego just says, how dare you? But the fact is, Human beings are not monogamous by nature. Mm-hmm. If we were monogamous by nature, we would never look at another member and go, ooh, you know, that one's nice too. Right. Swans don't do that. Swans. And they're always telling us stories about animals that, you know, mate forever well, for life. Look, Isn't that so mammals. romantic? We're mammals. Mm-hmm. But we are not part of the 5% of mammals that are monogamous by nature. So monogamy is something that we've created. It's a culture. It's a culture, and I even and I, I can't. It was a uh, it was a um, article years ago that I read, and it was the first time I realized that like what you're saying that human beings aren't 
monogamous by nature, which is, again, it's a shock where you go, oh, wait, what? Because you kind of start to understand your behavior, right? Yeah. And this article talked about how biologically even, just to, to prove the point, that men have two kinds of sperm, the sperm that goes to look for the egg to fertilize, and then the sperm that hangs out and waits for any other sperm that might not be the same as his yeah. to fight off. Especially if they know you've been in the presence of another male when they have sex with you, which their sex drive will be enhanced when you come back, so they will be all over you. And when they do ejaculate, it shoots out further and stronger than normal. Survival of the fittest. Yes. That's my girl. I got to get my baby in there. <laughs> okay. So the women are not being, tell me why the women aren't being truthful. <laughs> because women get caught less than men do. <laughs> We're just better at it. Is that right? They get caught because they, again, we multitask in our brain versus a single task. And plus men are more boastful. Mm-hmm. And men, so because they, they don't multitask as well as we do, they cover their tracks less well than we do. And women tend to lie about what they're doing if they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. And we're just kind of better liars. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. So what is fundamentally wrong then? With There's so many relationships wrong. that they're that oh. they're fractured, that they're looking for this attention elsewhere then? Because people are putting their ego above caring for the other person. So are you honestly telling me that if I, like, could you, and you are all about, uh, you know, meditation and owning your energy. Owning your thoughts. Owning your thoughts and how to kind of reframe and, 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 and do things differently in your brain and how it serves you better. But honestly, if you, if you found the person you loved on a dating app, how would you react miss zen head <laughs> I, I've, I've got like i have every horror movie flashing through my mind right now mm-hmm. and you got like the knife and it's like yeah you know from psycho i would lose my yes yeah, I, I would lose my mind i would because again it hurts and and first i would be extremely hurt and then i would be extremely anger because anger is a byproduct of hurt mm-hmm. and we would have to have a conversation about what's wrong and that's where that would start. Like once once I kind of, you know, cycle through this emotion, I need to talk to him about what's wrong. And I don't need to judge him because whatever the situation is, I'm part of the blame. Either I chose somebody without properly vetting who they are or I'm causing some kind of discord in the relationship. I'm not seeing him for who he is. I'm not appreciating him appreciating him enough and really the number one reason why men cheat is because the other woman made them feel better about themselves right so they're looking for that validation validation and appreciation appreciation, which is the the thing that makes it drives us men is that a motivator for both of us then for all of us the appreciation and the if if you came to work every day nobody gave you a paycheck or Uh said you're doing a good job yeah would you want to come uh, probably, but just to get angry at them, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. So, but are the are the are the reasons that men, okay, so cheat or or look for validation elsewhere? Is that the reasons the same for men and women? Yeah, they're the same. Yes. Okay, because we've heard that that's different. So it's not really anything to do with sex. It's we want to feel better. Like whatever whatever the dynamic is between you and I. 
it's not enough. And maybe it's because my self-esteem is too low and I need to build myself up. Or maybe it's, again, because we're fighting too much. But for whatever reason, the thought process is this is not enough. Mm-hmm. And so something needs to change in order for us to have what we've decided we're going to have. Because, again, this is this is like backdoor stuff here. We haven't had a conversation about whether or not it's okay. So we we need some communication here. Right. We need to know what's going wrong. Yeah. So you can't just assume that it's not okay to be on a dating site. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, like, is that justify, something you have to say? You people, have to say that. They will justify anything wow. in order to feel comfortable with their decisions. Mm-hmm. And you know this. You've come across people where you're like, how is it that you're you're telling yourself it's okay? And they'll give you every reason every why it's reason. okay. And usually it's kind of blame shifty. Very blame shifty. Right? So now is that, so if you're, if you're, you know, enlightened in any way, like you just talked about, okay, so what is happening with me that I'm A, accepting this behavior, or like you say, you didn't vet them properly, or, um, you know, I'm not providing what that, because it kind of feels a little, like when it's, when you say the onus is on you, like, what am I not giving this person? It's kind of, you're owning someone else's behavior, aren't you? It's not always the other person either, right? Like you really need to analyze what's going on. And like I said, sometimes it's your own self-esteem and it could be you've come into a relationship with low Mm self-esteem and there's nothing that the other person can do. It could be that your relationship is in a rocky period and you're just going through all this fighting and and you just need to somehow feel better about yourself. And while you haven't resolved everything with your partner, you just start looking for something that's going to alleviate what your mind is going through for a period of time. Escapism. 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 Absolutely. Is there more infidelity, cheating, lying, blame shifting now in this era of this little computer in our hand or has it always remained at the same kind of levels? I'm going to say the computer makes it easier Mm -hmm. but I would say statistically it's likely I mean I'm not sure how far back they've been researching this but when I look at human behavior Mm -hmm. I would say likely it's been going on for quite a long time and in fact one of the, the things that I figured out or found out when I did my research is there's something called males that are looking for a mating opportunity. And so when you're in a relationship and you and your partner are fighting, have you not realized that there's been this guy who's been floating around for a while, just kind of waiting for you to turn your attention to him? And we talked about this before, how we will choose a mate, but when we feel distant from our mate or if our mate is physically distant from us and we want some attention and we see that male over our right shoulder and we have some fun with him, genetically speaking, back in caveman days, this is how we got cunning gene codes mixed in with strong gene codes because we picked a strong male who would go and hunt and bring us resources that were bigger than what we were procuring by ourselves. But when he was gone and we went into a fertility cycle and we were looking for something to satisfy that fertility cycle, there's the cunning male who's weaker than the strong male waiting for his mating opportunity. Like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) It is. We have a seven-year itch. Do we? Yes. Okay. Well, we better talk about that after the break.
That's a real thing? It is real. That's not just a Marilyn Monroe movie? And it's and it's something that's designed in us to ensure that we're always creating the strongest baby possible to make sure the human species survives. Okay, we'll talk about that after the break. Star 570-519-570-2545. Chantel, you're going to talk to uh, about how to move on. Mm-hmm. Move on. Solid tips. That's what we're doing after the get break. Get your pen and paper. Get your pen and paper. Or get your phone. That's even better. Star 570 519-570-2545. We are back with Chantel Hyde, Canada's dating coach on the Jennifer Campbell Show, 570 News. Put the smart in your smartphone. Download the 570 News app and stay informed. 570 News. Chantel Hyde is Canada's dating coach and she is on the Jennifer Campbell show today with us always taking questions and uh, comments from you guys as well. Jennifer at 570news.com or star 570 works too. Now don't be shy because every time uh, we get Chantel on, mm-hmm. we get some callers on and sometimes they get a little anxious. You can give us a fake name. That's totally fine. We've given you guys fake names and phone numbers in bar situations. So feel free. <laughs> feel free to give us a fake name. We won't Tab, we won't we won't hold it against you, uh, but anyway, we always lose some colors because I think people lose their nerve. It's very it's nerve wracking being this exposed, isn't it, to talk about your heart and your life, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're just pretend we're your friends. We are, uh, Mark. You're bold and brave, and you're at Star Five Seventy. Good morning. Hello, Mark is my name, and it is my real name. <laughs> Good morning. I, I, I'm driving, listening to this. Very interesting. I had to pull over, and I had to talk to your guest because. Oh, she had said that uh, that if she had found her uh, partner uh, on a dating service, it would really hurt her, and she'd have to have a talk with the partner. Now, uh, as soon as she said that, I'm thinking, that, uh, maybe I'm wired different, but I'm thinking if there's a problem, before I go to the dating service, I want to talk to the partner. Not before everybody's Before anything that... that starts up. <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 but but Mark, wait a second. I think you're. If I said if she found out he was on a dating site, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm saying that if okay, me being the he, okay, my first instinct is to go to my partner and try and fix what's wrong before you went on a dating app. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go on the dating app until things were sort of clear and and if that couldn't be fixed or. And when you when she was saying how she looks for a part, like I, when I looked for, I'm on my second marriage, so I was married once before. Which when I got divorced, I did learn a lot of life. I learned a lot about stuff. When it's when there's a divorce, it takes two. There's never one person that's that's the cause of the divorce. Mm-hmm. It's both people, and I learned that, and and that that went a long way. And I learned now that when I wanted to find a partner, I wanted a life partner. I I want someone that, like you are talking a lot about um, sex and that. That, it, that. That's very important, but the whole package is important. Like, uh, Yeah, but I don't think, and Mark, I don't think we've said that it wasn't. And I, oh, I no, dare no, say, I, Mark, I, I Mark hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mark, I, I dare say that I don't think you, I don't think Mark is in the, in the, in the majority. I don't think most people go, oh, we have an issue in our relationship. Let's try and work on it. Or I'm going to a dating site. I think that, I think that most people do it dishonestly. Yes, but also there's there's kind of a lack of, sometimes there's a lack of insight, there's a lack of foresight, and there's a lack of courage. And when all of that comes together, because rarely do people say, 
things are so bad right now, I'm considering going on a dating site. Like that would be the whole truth in essence. But usually what happens is there's a problem in the relationship. You bring up the problem in the relationship. You try to communicate and work out the problem and it's not getting worked mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And then you secretly, right. right? So it's not like people aren't addressing what's going on. Right. It's not like they're not putting it on the table. It's just that level of frustration and, and the lowering of the quality of your relationship makes them decide secretly in their mind, I'm going to do this because I feel like I've tried so many other things. Right. And now I just need Last this for myself. Resort. May, kind I, of thing. may I say something? Sure, go ahead. Um, I just feel like if... I would keep finding out how to fix it. And if it can't be fixed, why waste the time? I, I don't. Some people I, don't I want to leave their relationship. Like, again, it's, it's not always about sexually cheating, physically cheating. Sometimes it's just visually and mentally cheating. Yeah, and but if so, it's not working, uh, why, why stay? But Mark, you're acting like, but you're stay. acting like, yeah, exactly. A lot of that they do, Mark. Because That's they, the, they want to get through this. It's just right now, I can't, I don't know how to deal. So I'm going to distract myself, but I still see myself with this person at the end of the road. This is a hurdle. This is a tough spot, but I haven't given up yet. I've just, I'm not courageous enough to communicate everything that's going on inside of me, but I haven't fully given up on the relationship. And for me, this is just a tough spot and a hurdle. Okay. I can't understand is if I had that tough spot in my life, I can't see myself going on a dating service without going to all ends to try and fix what's broken and if it can't be fixed then i'm looking at myself that okay this is not doable and going on with my life but i I honestly believe with communication if you really love the person both each other and most things can be fixed because compromise is life. Well, and Mark, but that's a, that's a very, thanks for the call, Mark. That's a very clear form of communication too, though, isn't it? Listen, I'm so, I'm in such a desperate spot right now that this is where I'm, this is where I'm at. You know, I've tried to talk to you. I've tried to work it out. We've, we are fighting, we're arguing about it. And, you know, this is how desperately I need something else. Yeah. And in an ideal world, we would communicate so well together and ego would not play a part. Unfortunately, one of the things that I have to teach people when it comes to having the like an optimal relationship, my husband and I haven't fought for almost three years. The reason why we haven't fought is because I recognize when my ego flares up and I go, oh, that's my ego talking right now. That's my ego giving me this emotion right now. I'm going to see that. I'm going to put it aside and I'm going to think logically about what it is that I want in my relationship. And I'm going to act from that part instead of from my ego part. Mm-hmm. Which we've talked about before, meditation and shaking, uh, sh- uh, shrinking your amygdala, and all of those things that people really want to write off as, oh, that's hippy dippy relationship, hoo hoo. But then once you see the results of you doing that, it really, like you say, changes the, the the dynamic. And be conscious of the words going through your brain, because we we tend to just allow our thoughts to happen without stopping and asking ourselves, what exactly am I thinking right now? What is the story going through my mind? Because often in a relationship, the story that people are thinking is this other person is hurting me Mm -hmm. and not asking themselves, how am I hurting my relationship? Right, right. Uh, It's easier to dig than it is to climb kind of, right? 
you know? We, I mean, our ego is kind of a protective measure. There's a, a book out there, and it, um, I can't remember the title right now, but it talks about how our mind literally fools us in order to protect ourselves from beating ourselves up too much mm-hmm. and lowering our own self-esteem. Right. And so, and this is like a subconscious thing. So when you do become more conscious of your thought process, you can actually put that part of your brain aside and really be more aware of what your actions are doing and how like how your actions are affecting other people because you don't need to protect yourself from that. So t- let's talk about, we said we talked about the seven-year itch. Tell us about that. It's real. That's a real thing. It is thing. very real, okay. yes. Uh, so basically woven into our DNA is the impulse to look outside of our relationship after about seven years. And the reason why that is, is again, we talked about monogamy being a culture. Back in caveman days, when things were eating us, monogamy wasn't as important as procreation. And so when we chose a partner, we chose the strongest partner, right? Like our, again, our fertility cycle off and then on, we're designed to observe males putting on a display, selecting the best and strongest one. Male fertility cycle 24 seven, designed to be ready when we choose them. Now, we would choose that mate, we would pair bond, which means we would be fully into each other. And oxytocin and dopamine are chemicals, serotonin, like all these chemicals really pull you in together and pair bond you for a limited amount of time. Because after seven years, your gene code says, look, I need to make another strong baby. The mate beside me might not be the strongest one at this point because we've both aged seven years. The females are going to look for strength, virility, capability. The males are going to look for fertility. If you happen to see that in your partner, again, more than anybody else around you, by all means, you're going to be drawn back in there. But biologically speaking, the mammal in us is seeking a better gene code. And so you're going to look around. Now, culturally, we're told, no, don't do that. And so what I call this in my practice is repairing. So subconsciously, your brain is drawing you outward. Consciously, you're deciding to stay with your partner, which is repairing up with your partner. Right. So that's another place where that focus has to, and like you say, you have to be aware of those thoughts. Yes. And we talked about pathways earlier. Too. We're totally out of time. Uh, oh. We talked to, uh, can you believe it? About recreating those pathways too, that, yes. that, uh, that, and where those, and where they go to. Okay. Well, listen, producer James, you should just book Chantel for an hour next time. Can you do that, please? I got all this. I have, we didn't I, even, have, I have four tips. I have a key takeaway, and I've got a mantra. Okay, well, we're going to have to do that next time because <laughs> I'm going to not have a paycheck like you mentioned earlier <laughs> if I continue to <laughs>